When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Aunts. And welcome to another episode of Your Favorite Ants. I am Shaquille O'Neal. And I am LeBron James. <laughs> and together we make up a really, really good um, all-star, all-American basketball league uh, team. Obviously. Look yes. Yes, 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 yes. Good morning. Or good evening. Good evening. Good afternoon. Happy, happy Friday, Serenaya. Hi, happy Friday. I am back from the dead, so it's so good to be with you. I mean, you do sound a lot better than uh, you did before. Yeah, so I, I got I got COVID the second time, friends. Listen, uh, let me tell you what, high score. High score, but I will say, get vaccinated. Also, get boosted. Yeah, also, because if you didn't if you didn't have those things, you would be hella worse off probably. Right, and I um, we think what it was we think um, is that it was uh, you know it's the Omicron. It's really easy to get, and everybody mm-hmm. you know has. My mama so, got it. Your mama got it. I mean, yeah, wear she's a mask. starting to feel better. She's starting to feel better now, thank God. But I will tell you what, because like my mama got it before she was fine, then she got the vaccine. So I'm just like she's like, you know. As, as vaccinated as she can be, and she still got it. Same thing with all my friends. Mm-hmm. All my friends are vax boosted all the way, and they still. Now, oh it. my gosh, we'll talk about it later um, in the thing. Like there was like a story that was going around that people were not reading fully um, about weed and. Uh... Oh yeah, because they thought weed stopped people from getting it. Yes, when I saw that, I'm just like, listen, we were tell- we were right the whole time, bitch. We were just in the, st- it, we were just, I was ready for that. But then I actually read it. I'm just like, ah, okay, okay, okay. However, yeah, however, comma, we would, we might have known, you know, about the things that hemp, uh, hemp byproducts could be used for uh, if it wasn't a restricted substance when it does not need to be. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, so anyways, but we'll get we'll get into that later. We'll get there. How, how the hell are you? How the hell are you? I'm doing so great. I think once you've been sick, when you become unsick, life feels like, ah. Mm. You have a new release. Like- you are a brand new woman. Yeah, so I'm day five, so I could be out today. I mean, I'm still wearing a mask with a um, filter in it, actually. Double. Uh, and I, mm-hmm, I've got some KN95s on the way. Um, so I'm out and about in the world, but not really going out. We went over to my friend Michelle's house because I literally um, haven't seen anyone since I got back from Oregon. And I just feel so much better. Um, so I'm doing really well, and I'm just really happy to be back in the land of the living Mm, listen, I would have lost hope had I not known I would see the goodness of God in the land of the living. <laughs> and Proverbs twenty seven thirteen. Um, one of the tips that I have if you do get sick is that Cutwater Spirit Pops, which are adult otter pops, uh, are really otter happy. pops. What's a what's an otter pop? 
like a whatever, whatever you call or however I thought Southern people call them otter pops. Um, we just call them like a what do you want to call them? They're like a, a popsicle. It's like a popsicle. Yeah, it's like the popsicles. Yeah, that's a popsicle. <laughs> no, popsicle is like a popsicle. This is like the things that you squeeze out. Like a yogurt? Mm, kind of. Is it so? Is it frozen? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a popsicle. No, popsicles on a stick. No, 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 no. Any frozen liquid okay. thing that you're just supposed to like ingest is is a is a popsicle. Well, they're all in the same family. In Mississippi, they call them otter pops because it's like I don't know, like an otter because it like pops out. I don't know. I don't Are you know. making that up? You don't know why they call them water pops. Okay, you just anyone, that up? anyone who is listening to this, either live comment if you're listening to this later. What is the name of just the frozen thing that is in a long thing? If anyone's on with us today, uh, okay. You know what? We're just gonna put this out on on Twitter. We're gonna we're find gonna... out before the end of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the picture so you can approve an otter pop. Have you really never heard Otter Pop? Or like I would either call it a uh, no, I've never heard that. Oh, we we also call them Freezy Pops. Okay, Freezy Pops maybe. Freezies. Yeah, I grew up calling them Freezies in Canada. Okay, Otter Pops Freezies, I can Otter Pops are a brand. And that's what this is what I'm being told right now. Ah, see, 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 see. Yes. I'm just gonna say We're both right. No, I'm right. No, popsicle is on a popsicle stick. But uh, popsicles are an umbrella term for all of the frozen treats. Okay, fair. Like I'm not saying an otter pop is not a pop. I'm saying they're in the same family. We're both not right. saying. I'm not saying they're the same thing. <laughs> but I've just never heard of a freezy pop called an otter pop before. And apparently you're doing that's like you're doing the Kleenex. This is the Kleenex equivalent yeah. of of a, of a popsicle. But in Canada, we just call them freezies. But then when I moved to the south, people were like, "Do you want an otter pop?" And I didn't know what they were asking. It's like, I mean, honey, if you want to talk about an otter pop, honey, last night, honey, there was an otter honey. popping, honey. <laughs> just kidding. I was by myself. No, I went um, over and watched Drag Race with some friends in preparation can, for tonight. Can I ask how the hell are you? Uh. Why you got to call right now when I'm on my show, motherfucker? Been waiting all day for you to call, but now you know. Sorry. I have been, you know my whole car drama that I've been still been dealing yes. with? Yeah. I have been trying to get so, anybody on the phone. Uh-huh. I'm, I, at this point, I'm just like, I don't even care if you buy it from me. I just need some sort of bill of this car is gone or it was junked or I sold it. Mm-hmm. Like you can, like, send me a dollar. And I'll send just so we can have a transaction fee, a transaction. They're trying to tell me that I got to come back to Claremont, Florida, middle of fucking nowhere to sign over papers just to drive all the way back up. That is eight fucking hours. You got In a car fucked. that is not safe. I love my Aunt Tammy's car, but this car is local only. She ain't yeah, no. going across state lines, honey. Oh, I just, uh, as somebody who used to work in customer service, uh, it's just like I really I know it's nobody's fault I know we're all having a really really hard time and I am also frustrated by those facts yes. so so irregardless I know How that irregardless is not a word but I like I am now somebody who loves to fuck up grammar on purpose to piss people off because grammar is classist How am I? I would say mostly fine I would give <laughs> It's been actually a very, very good week. Um, it's been, I feel like I'm into the group. Whoa, so many birds in my yard. So beautiful. <laughs> oh, what a view. The sun is setting where I am. My dog is just docile as fuck. Um, I had a really wonderful conversation with somebody for a possible piece in RNS. Um, I don't know if he's doing a profile or if he's kind of like talking about What's like RNS. Uh, religion news service. Mm. Service. Religion news service. Religion news service. Um, so that was just really, really fun and unexpected. Um, and then I got to talk to you. That's pretty much what I've done today. Um, I love that. Did some formatting of some stuff. Wrote it like just dreaming a lot. Um, I have found that my work 
because I'm I'm wrapping up the cohort right now, and so I am just doing a lot of reflecting with my my clients, and I'm getting prepared for what I want to do with the spring cohort, and I'm feeling really good. So applications for that are opening up in two weeks. Baby, some of my stuff this week has been getting really clear about uh, vocational stuff because I am in coaching school, but as part of that, you have to be coached. Mm-hmm. And so uh, my professional coach, who's like a master coach, has been talking master to me. coach. I know. About uh, a little bit like the thing I want to do is get like really clear about how all of my stuff relates to each other. And mm-hmm. um, it's really, it's challenging. It's really hard, but it's also kind of fun to like go, oh, yeah. Well, how does all do. of your stuff relate to each other? Let's do it. Let's let's brainstorm. Let's <laughs> I think uh, all my stuff relates to the fact that it's sort of like about uh, space making for people, but it's also about really helping people who are going through transitions, whatever that might look like. So whether it's a faith transition, a job transition, um, a, a building that needs to transition, I just seem to be able to be in liminal space with people really well and help them move to the next thing that seems to be. Ah, a doula. I'm a doula. In some ways. I wouldn't, not, not like, I don't, I mean, because like doula is kind of like a sacred term for a lot of people. So like maybe not, we won't use it so loosely. Uh, but in some ways, like you help people as they're giving birth to the new dream, you know, to right. the new, to the new life. Stepping from I, one stone to the next. Yeah. I mean, and like very much, it's like the story, like the the miracle of immaculate conception is that there is one in all of us. Yes. You know, that there is something that is waiting to be birthed in all of us. And that's what you do. It is. You're, I'm kind of, you're like a, you're like a career midwife. You birth people I into am. the next one. That's gross. It is gross. It's um, messy and bloody and it's got a placenta. Um, people who are listening, how the hell are Sorry. you? We would love that to know. Also we placentas just, aren't what? gross. The miracle of life is beautiful. Yes, Miracle of Life is beautiful. We've missed each other, so we'll just keep shooting the shit, but we would love to hear how you're doing. How mm-hmm. are you doing? Anyone else there out there not feeling well? Sierra saw me in real life last week, so for a while I was worried that I got Sierra sick. Oh, but my God. That would be awful. Um, also, I want to say the thing that like, I was going, I was like, ah, oh, today is perfect. I've got enough time to get the podcast out because I had an interview with Rachel and Derek who they're the your favorite heretics on the internet just sweet sweet oh yeah i just love derek and he's one of my friends now and the audio was so bad and i'm like wow like i didn't know <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's so it's so annoying our like, producer let me tell you what like this is this is retrograde for you baby oh yeah that's one of my things for us to get into in a minute mm. but you said you're pro- um, your producer the producer of uh, RevCovery sent over a bunch of files and they were like, hey, there's a lot of background noise. Could you guys give me like 10 seconds of just room ambiance? And I was like, oh, that's on my end. Because I, where I live, I live in California. Like there's people mm. all over. There's dogs. There's moving parts. There's- yeah, I got it. I was like, no, I can't. Well, I can give you 10 seconds of just room ambiance. She's like, and I'll just use that to exit out everything. Listen, I... That's something I need. Ugh. All the things I want. She's the one. She's the one I want all of us to use. But listen, we'll see how it listen, goes. Listen, you let me know because I'm in the mood for it, and I've got podcasts that need producing. I've got ideas that need. I I'm so sick of producing my own podcast. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm tired. Let's put that out in the world. We can put that out in the world, friends. If you are listening now and you want to fix what you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is terrible. We are open yeah. to that. <laughs> 100 fucking percent. Um, yeah, I also, um, I'm drinking a sour beer. Are you drinking anything this afternoon? Well, I had my Otter Pop, but it, it's like really low. I'm going to go get another one because they like, there's like. It's Listen, you know what? You can have as many as you want and no one's going to shame you here. I know. I know. That's the beauty of you. Be right back. And now, as Sarah's gone, let's talk some shit, y'all. Sarah? Ugh. Am I I wrong? Oh, she's back. Don't tell her what I said. I'm joking. I'm joking. What'd you say while I was gone? (laughs) Nothing. I feel like you said some mean things. No, 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 no. 
No, no, no. no I guess no, we'll no. find out on Monday. <sighs> so true. Now I'm going to have to check it out. Um, um, Ten Barrel Spurs is really good. Oof. I would give anything. Well, this is really loud. I'm so sorry, friends. I don't care. Um, so, yeah, now that we have checked in. We've got our beverages. We've checked in. It's time for us to do what your favorite aunts love to do. Let's talk about what's going on in the Let's world. Let's talk about what's going on in our lives. Real women doing real world reporting. We're practically, literally, uh, the journalistic you- integrity of this podcast is just. It's high. It's phenomenal. very high, if I'm honest. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, I need to admit that I was feeling real, real sick at the start of the week. And I did not do any Instagramming really this week. But the one time I log on, I see your post talking about Sean Foyt. Boats. Sean Foyt. Sean Foyt. With a noodle background. That wasn't, that was his wig. That was his hair. And it was, if you know, you know that uh, Kevin struggles. So this is a Christian musician. Uh, Christian worship leader, speaker? Christian worship leader, speaker, Christian celebrity. Now Person. he comes out of Bethel, like he came out of the Bethel movement. Mm. But he has like very, very curly hair. Incredible! Known- it's the most gorgeous fucking hair I've ever seen on a man. If I'm well, not ever, but just like it's up there. It's a great head of hair. Hmm. Um, Let me tell you what. That's a wolf in sheep's clothing. With no though. comment. With no comment. You put some quote of his and the noodles in the background, and I'm sick, and I cannot stop laughing. No, I I, I think I, I said sometimes the praises just write themselves, just sing themselves. So tell us what, because oh, yeah. Sean is a victim right Yeah, now. yeah, yeah. He is a martyr He really is. I'm just like, we're all praying for you, Sean Fucked. Um, Sean Foyt, um, if you don't know, was going all around the country during the height of – um, vintage we COVID, hiked. like before, like original, the OG yeah, COVID. before everything was going, before we had a vaccine, when it was very like, holy shit, all my friends, like people are dying, 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 dying. And also just for the, for the record, people are still dying, 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 dying. We're mm-hmm. just not hearing about it as much. And we're, we're gonna, we're gonna surpass a million people by the end of this thing. Period. Mm-hmm. So just, mm-hmm. you know. That's my little cynicism and for me to check in with myself about not being too toxically positive. Um, you better mute that while you're <laughs> proud of you. That's what the, that's what the button's there for. Um, uh, anyway, so he's been uh, Sean Foyt's been going around the country doing these big open mouth worship concerts uh, without permits. I'm talking hundreds of people, if not sometimes close to a thousand people descending on. And often the communities have asked him not to come because they're underserved communities. Yeah, they're black. They're typically black, poor communities. Uh, Like he went to the the like the corner where where uh, George Floyd was killed, and it was like we're going to start a revival. Oh yeah, that's where this really started. Was like we're going to pray for revival, and then just like everyone's like, it's COVID out here. Also, you you're you 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 don't belong to this community. What are you doing here? Uh, also, just like this is also the reason like why Lauren Daigle is no longer our fave because Homegirl went out in Washington and did a little concert with Mr. Fucked. No, girl, really? did you not see that? Mm-mm. Oof, listen, oof, yeah, and it was one of the reasons. I'm just like, God damn it. Because she's in great. Oh, that bitch can sing. Anyways. Uh, so anyways, Sean Fucked got a little message from HarperCollins <laughs> today that said, hey, uh, we're actually deciding that we have, we're not going to cont- pursue this contract with you for your book deal called Bold Faith. Uh, but and- the thing about it was that he wrote a tweet that was like, They've rescinded my contract. Yeah, it's just like they canceled my contract because of my religious beliefs. Like, and he was like very, very shocked by this. And so. My political beliefs, he said. Yeah, my political beliefs. And I'm just like, here's the thing. You like in in the publishing industry, you need to understand that this has nothing to do with politics. They, they, they they publish shit by Ann Coulter, for God's sakes. Right. Like. She's a very a well-selling Rush Limbaugh yeah. has a yeah, all those things. Contract. The reason they rescinded your book is because 
you are quickly becoming somebody who is bad for business. It, it yeah. is nothing. It has nothing to do with your political beliefs. It's just like right now, the the way like, and like businesses are starting to see it. The Christian landscape is starting to shift, and right. he is not a popular person. And so it would be yeah. more problematic for them to sign somebody who is not right. a public fave. So really, right. if we if we really want to boil it down to it, like it is a business doing what businesses do, which is protect their interests. And if I'm not mistaken, he is a capitalist and he enjoys, uh, you know, businesses being able to do what they want for the good of, you know, because it's good for America. Um, I think he's just another one of these people, though, that cries out cancel culture, right? Yeah. And it's just cancel. I've been canceled. They're, they're canceling me. I'm just like, girl, someone. You canceled you. Listen, you canceled you. Yeah. Here's the deal. Like <laughs> Zondervan will still probably pick you up. And you're nasty. <laughs> you know, there's some Christian publishing house out there that's like, oh, we're, we got you. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100. Look, I have read one of the things as a writer, I often get books like, uh, you know, advanced copies. Mm -hmm. And I love that. Like this whole bookshelf is just friends books that they've written. Mm -hmm. And I love getting advanced copies. But every now and then the publishing house will just send me. Like mm -hmm. people I don't know books to like have me read them. And I'll be like, wow, a lot of things will just get published. Oh my God. And how mm -hmm. that's why, like, this is why, like, if you are somebody out there who wants to be a writer, unfortunately, just write. Yes. Yeah, start writing now, get a following now. Cause that mm -hmm. is, I hate to say it right now and cap, like you can self publish and that's wonderful. And that's what I did. I do not regret it in mm -hmm. the slightest. If you are looking so to do, do a publishing deal, like the traditional way, you unfortunately have to have a following. You have to be, a. I hate to say it, but you low key need to be some kind of influencer, even on a micro level, or you need to be in academia. Uh, I will never forget Donald Miller. Um, and I spoke in an event together. We were co-speakers. No fucking way. You and Donnie? Yeah, back in the day. Um, and Wow, brushing and elbows with the greats. <laughs> we were in the back. Actually, actually, I really like so Donald. So sorry, Miller, everyone. A, yeah, he's, I don't have any beef with him. Yeah, I think he's great. So we were backstage, and I remember he was like, have you written? And I was like, ah, I've got these ideas. I'm going to write this thing. Um, and I was like, but I don't know, like, how he's like, you know, when I started writing, Sarah, the truth was you wrote, and then you got a following. Now you have to get a following to write. And he said, things have really changed in the last five years. And that was like, that was 10 years ago, I think, even. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I've been so inspired, because my first book is a similar was really inspired by a conversation I had or a thing that I heard him speak about. Mm -hmm. And then it led me to write this thing. So I was telling him, Hey, I'm going to write a book based on the thing you said. And he was like, go for it, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which was great. But anyway, I think that is true. You can just sort of write, but to, to act like you're a martyr right now, is like, bro, <sighs> bro, I'm like, my political beliefs, I need you to stop. I'm like, girl, like nobody liked your political beliefs. That's why you did not get fucking elected in your state when you were running for office. He ran for office in California. Oh yeah, it was disgusting. Um, I love that M here says here for the Zondervan shade because the world always needs another conservative Christian romance novel. Okay, here's they're everywhere. Here's something they? I'm thinking. I'm just like, can we? We need to like. I want to start. I don't know if I can. I want to write romance novels like erotic Bible fan fiction. No, I'm talking like <laughs> exvangelical smut. <laughs> like exvangelical like trauma like you know of like our particular kind of trauma porn erotica it's just like is that weird no is that weird that maybe it's the way this way i need to process it i don't know what you're saying you know so like you and dc talk <laughs> oh oh my god dc talk here's the deal i just like i'm so i'm so ready for Anyways, let's get it. Let's keep going. We've got a lot of fun mm -hmm. things to talk about. Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, what's the, what's next on our list? I love Ola Tias. Thank you, Elso. Ola. Um, the next thing we need to talk about, because I have literally got more texts about this than anything else this week. Guys, MoMA is available. Jason oh. has 
uh, gotten divorced. He is out on the dating scene. So uh, you typed scoop. mama is available. Oh, it's because I was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry. You typed. You literally typed mama, mama is available. And I typed right next to it. What does this mean? <laughs> sorry, Jason babe. Momoa is, is now. We available. share notes. Jason Momoa. We share notes, guys. And sometimes I do it when I'm driving, which is not good. So there we go. Don't do it. Don't do that. Yeah, so I love that. So the first person to tell me was Rhett, because our friends Rhett and Jesse. Jesse is a major Jason fan. Oh. And her husband always is joking around about it because they were at like on a resort and this guy was like, Your wife likes Jason uh mimosa. So for Halloween, they were Jason Mimosa. So uh I the first way I found out was Rhett was like, I gotta start like, I need to start like working hard because I just found out Jason's available and you know, Jesse might leave me for him. Listen, I'm like, Oh, I would leave. Listen, Jesse, listen. I would leave you for, for, for Jason Momoa. I leave pretty much anyone for Jason Momoa. And you love Jesse. Oh, uh, but the thing is just like, I would also know that Jason's the kind of guy who will kick me to the curb and like <laughs> call me a faggot. And then I'll go crawling back home. Oh, and I, I will think do that. And he I feels would, like he's very gender fluid. And I would love it though, you know. Mm-hmm. It's that it's that like fucked up fantasy from like my childhood of like being in the locker room and like the Ooh. you know what I'm talking about? The, I mean, yes. Ugh. Let me let me not, you know. The strange. Let me not let me not practice erotic writing erotica okay. on the air, you know? Have you heard my friend told me, so listening to our podcast, she told me about this podcast done by it's called uh Oh shoot. Monica loves boys and Jess loves boys. And it's armchair, the armchair experts, Monica, I think her name is. Yes. So it's her and her um gay best friend Jess. Uh, and it's Dak Shepard talking to them about their dating lives. And it is so good, but they are so us. So he, Jess, dates a ton, but wants to be in love. She barely ever dates. <laughs> and it's like their whole thing about, and it is so good. And they have experts and all this sort of stuff, but it 100% sounds like us talking sometimes. Cause he'll be like, yeah, you know, I'm just like super into straight men. And he's like, I don't know why. And then they talk about like this, uh, idolization of like straight guys. And he's like, I don't know why. Like, I just love a straight guy. <laughs> he's like, I just want to like, I find them to be the unicorn. I'm into it. Oh, man. I, like, this is something I've been thinking a lot about in general because you know me. I'm relationship anarchy as much as possible. And also at the same time, I have my human longing. So I'm like, I'm trying to tap into, I'm trying to like work against like my ego, my ego nature and my body's just natural inclinations. Um, but like how I think that uh, it is possible for someone to still be heterosexual and cisgender and still somehow queer. Cause I think so. Because it's so like, for example, like my best friend, John, he was in town for a little bit. It was so lovely. We got to hang out. We're super affectionate. We really love each other. We check in with each other. He is a straight man, but the way that our friendship is, is quite r- romantic. And the way that he orients his life, most, a lot of his friends are queer people. Like, which is my story too, right? Yeah, and so I'm just like, that to me is a kind of queerness in itself. And then I look at something like um, uh, Miss Maddie Morphosis on RuPaul's Drag Race, who will be... Per- is this the... I need to look this up. Is this the first... The fir- first uh, self-identifying straight cisgender uh, hmm. drag queen to do RuPaul's Drag Race. And comma, however, that's a fucking cross-dresser. That's queer. Right. Doesn't matter so, that doesn't matter that he is primarily and or only attracted to women. That's a cross dresser. Like his gender or how he wants to play with it or how he wants to present, like he he would he so can I ask a question that might be a little bit Hit it, you know. When when he is dressed as a woman, so for me, when my friends are dressed in drag i refer to them as she yeah refer to them as their character name and then i use the character name and she is the pronoun yeah just like sure when someone identifies 
as I guess it doesn't have anything because that's sex, not gender. Never mind. Yeah. So they out of drag, would, out of drag, he's a man. He's a man, Barbie. Okay. But he would be. Um, is he? Does he consider himself a man when in drag? Does it matter? No, I'm just fascinated. I would. I would say just like yeah, he's still a man. That's a man in in drag. Same thing with gay people. Like they're still. I don't think like when when like a gay cisgender man gets into drag, he's saying. I like when we say, oh, like I'm a woman, like, or just like, you just, yeah, we're embodying that. But it's just like, we all know right. that we have dicks under here. Like we're, we're, we're under no illusion that that's a woman, unless you're like, there's a lot of genderqueer folks. And there's also, uh, um, AFAB people who do drag. And so they're always women, no matter what. AFAB. Uh, assigned female at birth. Got so it. So it's a way to say they were, they was born with a vagina. Got it. And AMAB would be folks born with penises. Got it. You're so helpful. I just, I'm so grateful for folks who are willing to like have these conversations with me so that I don't, you know, so I learn these things and I can be the best supportive human. I can, I be. can be not bad. I can say the good things. Speaking um, of bad versions of masculinity, can we talk about Joe Rogan? Oh, can we? Also, I was just so happy to see them just like, there's something in the air because you know, like me and the gym thing with the Joe Rogan thing, but like, uh, let's talk about it. So I was very excited to see that a big open letter of like physicians wrote to Spotify saying, Hey, you have to fight the disinformation that Joe Rogan is putting out about the vaccine because it is truly disinformation and is hurting people. Right. And Spotify as a platform that hosts a podcast. So it's getting in this whole conversation. If I'm a platform that hosts something, am I responsible for what it comes, what comes out of it? Right. Mm -hmm. Same thing with like it's Netflix and the Dave this, Chappelle thing. Right. Are you responsible for it? So what do we do when it actually – so I had this conversation actually yesterday with someone, this idea that I love an openness of opinion unless it harms other people. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I want you to have a difference of opinion. I am very – I have a I, – I, that boundary changes – when it has to do with things around the pandemic and when it has to do things around my LGBTQIA friends, right? Or women's rights, right? Because or just any other marginalized group in general, if it actively harms marginalized group in general, because it actively harms other people. So your differing opinion, um, like if you have a differing opinion about like, you know, so many things, I'm willing to kind of go pretty far with you one way. But when it comes to things like this, like mm -hmm. Joe Rogan out there telling people to take medication when he isn't a science professional i understand that he has quote unquote mm -hmm. done his research it's so hard right because i mean what? like here's the thing it's just like okay at the end of the, if you don't trust anyone like talk to a actual doctor professional and maybe a couple of them you know maybe come to a, a couple of doctor friends but like saying someone like i did my research i'm just like how much of the internet is full of bullshit? We've like we've been told from a very, very young age since we were here before the internet, you and I. Do you recall mm -hmm. before the internet and when the internet came out said, not everything you read online is going to be true. Make sure you check mm -hmm. your sources. And I'm so sorry to say, people are not checking their sources. They aren't. And I think there are some things like uh, my friend's mom had all this like advice for us as we're dealing with COVID, like here are some things that are outside of what other people are suggesting, right? So like, make sure you take zinc, make sure, you know, things like that. Additives, I would say. Are you eating peanuts from Southwest right now? Um, I mean, Did I leave those there for you? <laughs> I don't know. I found them in my bag. And I was like, oh, a treat. I feel like that might have been when I like flew, I brought those for you. No, I think it's when I, I flew up to get the car up in Jackson. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so I think there's just... What do you think? What do you think about is Spotify and friends? Please weigh in. I want to hear your thoughts. Do you think a platform is responsible for the messaging of those on it? Yes. You do. Mm -hmm. Period. Because they're making money off of it. They are making money off of it. And if you're making money off of disinformation. Right. I mean, here's the thing. Like, everybody is responsible for their own choices, blah, 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 blah. And at the end of the day. Woe to you who causes any one of these children to stumble. It should be better that you put a millstone around your neck and throw yourself into the sea. That's what I'm saying. 
If you are causing other people harm, I mean, I'm not saying that the God of the universe is going to destroy your soul for forever. I'm just saying, <laughs> how does that feel? I just, sometimes I just love, like, I'm being very casual the- about this and you're laughing at me. I'm laughing at you because at the end of the day, your inability to not go to extremes is something that I adore. Like, like if the God of the universe causes you to suffer for all of eternity, okay. (laughs) I'm not saying that that's what God is going to do. I really don't believe that. But I'm also not saying that's what God (laughs) I'm saying that's what God should do. If I was God, bitch, I'd burn your house down right now. I'm not a good person. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's That's why I am not in charge of the universe. I think that's the thing with like Facebook and Instagram and why they're having so many conversations is this idea of like, are you responsible for the messaging that is coming out from your platform? If you are a content, if you're mm-hmm. sorry, a creator content platform. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, maybe it would be different if it was like something like Reddit that is like, they have right. rules and those rules have been manipulated into like different weird things. <laughs> Um, oh, excuse me. That was nasty sounding. Um, anyways, like Reddit is something I know nothing about, but I have friends who are like I. super Reddit people, but, but I don't understand it. Oh, you know what? I don't try to understand things anymore. Only myself. Okay. <laughs> mm, I go inward. I only try to understand. Whenever this happens, I go inward. Dead ass. I think that's what we should all do. Um, also, we have something really exciting that has to do with one of our friends, one of our mutual friends, what? and yeah, a yeah. band that sang about Marilyn Manson. Um, so this is very exciting for me because Reliant K was my very first concert ever when I, <laughs> oh, I was a, I think I was probably like 13 or 14, and I went to see, I saw them at Ichthus. <sighs> it was a Christian music festival out in the middle of nowhere. I remember Ichthus, yeah. Ugh, ugh. They tried to be it tried to be the Christian Woodstock and like I'm talking like this was like the most unsafe bullshit. Like it was nasty. People weren't showering. I mean, like people do that at like weird music festivals all the time, but I'm just like, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you and I are such uh yes. Scotty Falco was like Ichthus. It was like, dude, yes, Ichthus. Not even yeah, kidding. Yeah, it was a case. It um, was anyways, like a little, um, Reliant K has a Reliant K is a band. They had a song named Marilyn Manson Ate My Girlfriend. Ugh, it was truly like, I mean, like their early stuff was like uh, the way that we, um, like that's how I learned how to sing harmony was through listening to early Reliant K, which was super influenced by the OC Supertones because it had a lot of harmonies. Um and also, I think, like, as Reliant K as a band, as Matt Thiessen has, you know, evolved as, like, the songwriter behind the band, uh, we've all kind of evolved with him. And so they've never, like, once they kind of, like, dropped off a little bit, they didn't really, like, say, we're not a Christian band. It was just, like, it's pretty obvious that they're not based on the stuff. And also, like, Matt Thiessen was, like, writing a lot of songs for Katy Perry, including Teenage Dream, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I might be wrong. You're muted. I feel like you must be right because my friend was Katy Perry's guitarist and he came out of that world. Mm-hmm. But and no, yeah. 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 Like when – after Katy Perry hit pop. Like so when mm-hmm. more in the like kind of wild, like when she mm-hmm. just was being herself more I think actually if we're honest. Oh, yeah. I was um, just thinking about – I was thinking about Five Iron Frenzy. That was what oh I was Oh, my God. Yes. I had a T-shirt that said Jeff the Girl. That's what the back of my T-shirt said, Jeff the Girl. Did you ever listen to that one band called Lost and Found? Yeah. Slide Girl? Yeah. Oh, if you remember Slide Girl, tell me in the comments because let me tell you oh, what. Slide Sarah Girl brought up Sadie Hawkins dance. Remember that oh, song? The best. Anyways, all that to say is that Matt Thiessen has officially said gay rights because Similar is going on tour and opening with Reliant K. And this Our is dear just, friend Grace is the headliner of Similar. That is... Yeah, Grace, uh, Similar, a.k.a. Grace Baldridge. Baldridge, um, who we just adore. Yeah. Uh, I just... Buy I your tickets now. Buy your tickets now. I've already got my tickets for Atlanta, so I'll see you there. Um, but I'm just... I'm so, so pleased... Because this started off as a joke just a couple of years ago on TikTok, like doing like covers of Reliant K songs. Um, because also their favorite band, both of you, their mm-hmm. favorite band growing up. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so it's just it, like we called it Reliant Gay. And then. Yes. And what's Wait, so, was that with Grace? Yes. That was the whole joke. I remember joke. you doing it. I did not remember it was Reliant Gay. Yes. I didn't remember. This is what. Okay. And so what we did is something. I just want to say, I believe this is the. <laughs> I believe in manifestation. I believe in the power of prayer. You know, basically the same thing, right? Right. Same. Same, same. Grace said on a tweet, I'm not going to stop until I have Matt Thiessen on a stage with me with a pride flag behind me and him saying gay rights. And bitch, Grace manifested it's that. It's it's coming. It's happening. And it's like, and it just feels so good that the band of my childhood and like when Matt Thiessen like handed me the set list at the end of the show at CNU during my senior year when I won homecoming court. Of course you did. Uh, like, let me tell you what, it just makes me feel good that he was okay with me being gay at the time. I, uh, I think there is, there's something to it. Let's, let's unpack a little bit. The things that were often paired with the things that harmed us. So what I mean by that is like the Christian culture that was so hard for you that you were so trying to be a part of, there mm-hmm. are things within that when they end up being things that are willing to hold space for you, it is beyond regular healing, right? It's like you had to let go of and mm-hmm. felt rejected by so much of that world when something within that is a thing that goes, not nah, it we good. Uh, not even that. It's, it's recognizing, um, I don't know. Like it, it, it does heal like a very, it just heals a young part of me. Right. It's just like, it's this thing of just like, oh, I can still find meaning in these old songs that really meant a lot to me in my youth group times because the person who wrote them at the time was also in the same place as me, experiencing the same kind of feeling of separation as me. So like, there's like some of the old Reliant K songs that I listen to where I'm just like, ah, oh, you still believe in a separation from God, but you're so desperate for God at the same time. And mm-hmm. that's still beautiful. I think that's like a lot of people, If you, I don't know if you know Dave Bazan, but a lot of people have that experience with Dave Bazan because Dave has been very honest about his faith deconstruction. He's done a great, there's a great documentary he did about it. And so many people watch it going, oh, wait a minute, you're going through the same thing I'm going through because we're mm-hmm. often sold that anyone who's standing on a stage has all the answers or has come to a Also, anybody somewhere. who has a podcast, anybody who has a following. right. And I think people are just, we have to be, the reason I hold grace for people so much is like, we are all in process, always, always. And anyone who tells you they're not and has an answer, do not send money to them, first of all. Yeah. And also don't send money to anyone over Instagram because they might be impersonating somebody. There's so many scammers out there. Ooh, yeah, that is true as well. Sorry, that was just a side thing. And also, like the more I do tarot things, I am waiting for the day when I get a scammer impersonator account. I'm I'm moments away. <gasps> You're doing it. Um, do you have anything else you want us to talk about as in the did you know part? Because I don't know if we have any uh questions because I didn't look at my thing yet. I have some cues myself because I did Please. a I did a what's it called? What's it called? It's four 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 make a wish. Um yeah, I don't think I have anything else, but okay, I do have some cute questions that I'm just going to pull from. Go. Excuse me, my Instagram the other day. I'm ready. Okay, come on, phone. Thank you. Um, softball one. What have you been reading lately or listening to? Oh, yes. So I have been listening to that podcast that I told you about. Um, Monica and Jess Love Boys. Mm-hmm. And I have also been listening to um, The Body Keeps the Score because I'm about to talk to a bunch of evangelicals about how body disembodiment, body mm-hmm. and body disembodiment has been um, so problematic. And so they've been asked to read The Body Keeps the Score. So I'm going to reread yes. it. I would also say, if you can, Hillary's book. <sighs> yes. Yeah, that too. Especially if you're talking to men, she's got a really, really delicious. Uh, um, a section on men specifically. And so, because yeah. you're talking to a lot of men, I assume. I am. I am. I'm speaking to a room full of men. So I've been uh, listening to that and reading that. And also reading a book, and I got to look up the name. It's Anam Kara, and it's about sacred friendships. And it's by my favorite uh, poet, John O'Donohue. You fucking love Johnny. 
Oh, 100. What about you? What are you listening to? What are you reading? Um, I just finished Yoke, the Yoga of My Self-Acceptance by Jessamine Stanley. And I am just in love. Oh, I loved that. You sent me like a picture of that, like a oh, graphic. So yes. cool. And it's, and so like, especially because the word yoke also has something like in Christian tradition. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, yes. Um, and I actually feel like it's kind of drawn me deeper into my own yoga practice. And I kind of want to figure out how to get deeper instruction on it and maybe go to maybe get a yoga membership. I don't know who can say. Um, so, um, hold on. I'm going to block these hoes real quick. Oh, block user on YouTube. Cause Ooh. it's a, uh, it's a bot. Oh yeah. The, the two bots there. Oh Yeah. All right, guys, we're getting no. to the level where we have bots. Something like that. Anyways, um, I've been listening to Yoke. I finished that one. I am now, what did I just download? Um, it's the Sagan. What's her name? Sophie Sagan? I can't remember. What is your last name? Sasha Sagan for small creatures such as we. Mm. And um, also Dune. Okay. Like the actual, like the the whole thing. It's so delicious. It's so good. Yeah, I've been watching the show The Expanse, and I feel like that is a Dune-esque kind of like a – You love space. You love dystopia. I do. Um, Before we jump into this next question, you can talk dirty about me while I go get another beer. Oh, okay. What, did he talk dirty? Did they talk dirty about me while I was gone, guys? Be honest. It's just you and me now. They aren't in the room. While I was gone earlier, did Kevin talk shit? Be honest. Oh, they're too fast. They're too fast. <gasps> You're so fast. I didn't even have a chance to find out from our fans if you said any shit about me. I guess you'll find out. <gasps> Um, Just want to also ASMR for a minute. Ooh, I hear that. Mm. Ooh, that sounds good. You love ASMR. Admit it. Sure, I do. I do. I do. Um, okay, so here is a cute little question. Um, this is from someone who said, "Hey, I'm a new evangelical person." So somebody who's just beginning the journey um how much of quote-unquote christianity put christianity in quotes how much of christianity do you keep i'm struggling with this part of me wants to toss it all and part of me says there's some good here so what do you how do you discern between what to keep and what to toss i guess is the question Wow. Yeah, that's a, you know what, I think what you're going to find is that it's going to be a different answer for everybody. What works for you? And I know that that's going to, when I say that, that's going to be some trauma activation, right? What works for you? Because you've been told your entire life that what works for you is wrong, right? You can't trust that inner voice. Uh, Both Kevin and I are, and I can say this with all surety, both Kevin and I are in the belief that sometimes that inner voice is is the spirit. And um, we've been taught often to not trust that inner voice. And so be gentle with yourself. Toss what feels right to toss. I would say uh, if it feels right uh, to toss it, don't be afraid that you won't ever go back to it. You just have Mm -hmm. to be willing to sort of surrender the outcome of weeding through all of it. I think put everything on the table um, and don't, don't get rid of uh, everything, if you don't want to get rid of everything, but if you need to get rid of everything, get rid Mm -hmm. of everything. And I know that is not, uh, a one size fits all answer. And I sometimes Mm -hmm. think we try to do that. Um, but when it comes to this work, be gentle with yourself, uh, be compassionate. Don't be surprised if some things feel nostalgic and you want to welcome them back in. Yeah. And don't be surprised at how much you actually are okay with leaving behind. It's okay to like completely reach, like it's completely fine to change your full ass identity because you need to find the truth. Um, And it might change. That truth is a moving Oh my gosh, that's the thing that I was about to say that. So it's like, uh, be prepared to change your mind again and then be prepared to change your mind again and then be prepared to change your mind. Every time you get new information, your mind is going to change your belief. Because like, here's the thing. 
a belief is just a thought that you have over and over and over again. So like that, you just, it's not so much about like, what do I believe? But what is the thoughts that occupy my mind the most? And are they helpful? That is the thing I point people to all the time. And if the divine is the divine, the divine is not afraid of your questioning. Yeah, because it's you. Like you are afraid of your questions. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the thing about it is like once you start answering them, then you don't have to worry about them anymore. <laughs> start answering those questions, God damn it. The hard part is, I, and why I, I, I think the thing that a lot of people are surprised about is the grief. Oh, They're, the yeah. grief that comes with, but I thought this thing was toxic and horrible and hard. Yeah. And it also is going to hurt. Mm-hmm. It's also going to hurt. And I think when, the, the reason, goes. yeah, because like, here's the thing. Well, why did, why am I crying over this? Because you loved it. And because it held you. Mm-hmm. Like it's the, it, it was your whole world. Of course mm-hmm. you loved it. And it also hurt you. And like, it's still, it's both ends. Like this thing hurt me and I still miss it. And I still love it on some level. Yes. I think there's always, there is the opportunity constantly to reevaluate what you believe every day. Um, and it's scary. I also want to acknowledge mm. there's grief and there's fear because there's this thing that people often say to me when they're sitting across from me telling me that their faith has shifted and there's honest fear in their eyes mm-hmm. because they have been told by some pastor, some youth pastor, whatever it might be, that if I start questioning, nothing nothing matters anymore. Everything, mm-hmm. the lens through which I saw, instead of seeing like you got to in the midst of this, what I will say as you start to deconstruct things or however you want to put it, dismantle, however you want to put it, I want you to find something that's grounding. Kevin and I often talk about practices that are grounding that remind you that you are still there and you are still you, even if everything around you is shifting. And that may not seem important to you now, but as you start to tear apart the very things that have been an identity to you, and I would say an identity you put on, it wasn't actually your identity, but you put that on. Mm. You need to kind of get rooted in that thing. There are like, so practices are are some are things that don't change, right? Because mm-hmm. beliefs are things that are changeable, as we talk about like connections um, in our brains. But practices mm-hmm. are things that like, however it might be, keep it steady. Things, yeah, they 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 can lead. shift over time, but keep right. it steady, man. Keep it steady. So whatever that might be, whatever that might look like, um, find people that are okay with your shifting. Um, I think that's really key too. I think a lot of times people try to go and walk this thing alone. Um, I hear a oh, lot of partners, partnerships that were really hard. So marriages that this is a difficult mm. thing because you have to understand everybody's reacting out of fear and the deep desire that and question everybody is always asking is, am I okay? And do I belong? Do I still matter? Do I still matter? Do I belong here? And so the, when you mm. start shifting, their fear is that they no longer belong here. So mm-hmm. you're hitting into other people's fears too. Yeah. And also fuck them. If they're, <laughs> If they're afraid, so different. I love it. If they're afraid, let them be afraid. That's none of right. your business. Right. Because what are they? What are they afraid of? An illusion. Mm-hmm. Like that's so you you changed your mind. Oh my god. Like but that's scary for some people. I know, and we have to stop treating it like it's scary, so people can get over it. This is my hypothesis right now, and because the thing about it is, I think like this is the reason my mother shifted in her opinion of. I think homosexuality is because I shifted my opinion Mm. and I shifted also my mood because I got to a point where it's just like, I can no longer cater to you because this is not a big deal to me. Right. And so therefore I cannot make this a big deal with you. Um, And I think as your faith transitioned, I know it's one of those things where it's just like, yes, it is a huge deal. Mm -hmm. It feels like... Yeah, because it's just like you've been told, like, you know, if you eat of this fruit, you will surely die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, if you eat of this fruit, you become like God, which is literally just becoming aware of everything as it actually is, including yourself. Yeah. And that feels scary because uh, it causes it. That's exactly it. But like, you. As long as you are like being honest about what you are feeling and experiencing and you are looking for what is helpful, 
That's what you keep. Mm. That's mm. what you keep. Yeah, that's the thing. Um, and Sierra just said, "Damn, I'm so solid." Sometimes, Damn. sometimes I go into this like theological world, and I'm just like, "We will start preaching," because that is just who we are. We just. We want. I mean, come people, for the come for the shade, stay for the sermon. The oh! <laughs> listen, you. Why don't we have a T-shirt? This is that. Listen, we're about to make merch in 2022. We're about to get on a baby. I would love that. Come for the shade, stay for the sermon. Mm, Your favorite ants. I love it. Also, I love doing this with you. Do you have any more questions that we should do before we close out this hour? Um, I think we can park it there. It was a really nice question. If you have got questions, we occasionally, yeah, send them in to our, um, uh, our our social media or send them to askyourfavoriteants at gmail.com, and we may read them aloud on the line. Of course, everything is always kept anonymous. Anonymous. I can't. It's fine. It's okay. You're doing great. Um, anything that you need to promote? Anything coming up? Anything yeah, coming new? out next week will be the trailer to the Recovery Podcast. It uh, is going to be such a fun thing. I'm so um, fucking I'm taking, stoked. Me too. I'm taking new clients for coaching one on one. I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you uh, if you are looking for help in any sort of transition of thought or transitioning job or whatever it might be, I am here for you. If you are asking questions about how do you make space for yourself or others, I am here for you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and making spaces podcast is coming back too, but that'll be in the month of February. So yeah, that's all I got. Um, Recovery, and also please like and subscribe this, and also yes, please also you can you can rate this in Spotify now too. So please, please. go rate us in Spotify. Please, please, please. Sorry. And share us with a friend. Yes, please. Oh, my God. Anything else you'd like to share? Are you, do you still have room in Besides, your tarot classes? Yeah. Uh, if you are somebody out there and you're like, oh, my God, I want to learn how to read tarot because I want to be witchy. and Or you would legitimately just want to learn tarot or learn a new spiritual practice. I'm teaching something called Tarot's Cool, a live seven-week workshop series on the Zoom line where I'm going to take you from tarot basic to tarot badass in just seven weeks. I love it. I love, this is my little taglines. Anyways, I'm talking like it's lectures. It's also going to be practice time with people live on the line. So like 20 minutes of lecture, 10 minutes of Q&A, 15 minutes of practice, five minutes of, of unpacking and question, and then we'll be back the following week. You do not have to be live uh, in there, everything is going to be recorded and posted later, so you'll have access to that forever and ever. And I am possibly working on a proposal for a tarot deck that I want to publish. Oh, and is it the one we talked about before? I'm trying to. I'm trying to do two deals in one year, baby. I am proud of you. So much is going on. We love you. Take care of yourself. Wait, I'm not done. I got things. More things. Go, go. I just want to say. I would like a support group for anybody who is watching RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 um, because we we have to watch it together sometime. I think it'd be fun. Um, if you like this podcast, um, please like, share, and subscribe. Follow all of our friends at Irreverent Media. You can follow me at the Kevin Garcia. Follow Sarah at Rev Sarah Heath. Um, you can buy my book, Bad Theology Kills, at badtheologykills.com. Go buy it. If you haven't read my book, what are you doing? Like, honestly, go buy my book, you ass. I'm just kidding. You're not an ass. You're wonderful. <laughs> um, and I'm single, and I'm just telling everybody because I want to manifest more dates. So if you know somebody in the Atlanta area, and maybe that's you or maybe that's someone you know, please shoot your shot. I would love to get to know somebody. I will happily also say thank you so much, but I don't think I'm interested at this time. Um, yeah. Let's be I friends. I that. I I'm love so that. like listen if what what the fuck is like the point of like having an internet presence if you can't flex it sometimes to find love you know right oh, so true I listen. love this Nicholas Sparks moment for you mm, listen I'm gonna Benjamin button my way out of here and just grow into a baby what I love it um okay until next week um all right we got like one more minute what's your advice for the week what do you have to tell the people my advice for this week is make sure that you have um, an, like NyQuil and DayQuil in your home at all times. Stop. This might sound like Stop. the most practical thing, but friends, 
uh, as we've all been going through all of this, uh, everywhere is sold out. So just, you don't have to like stockpile it, but just make sure you have it because you never know when you're going to need it and you won't feel well enough to go get it. That's my advice. Make sure you have, actually I'll say it better. Make sure you have a stocked first aid kit at all times. Wow. Amazing. Practical Um, advice, guys. This is what you came to your aunts for. Yeah. What's your advice? My advice is, um, uh, you got, you got to find something that you do regularly. It doesn't matter. Like that you do regularly with somebody else. It can be a TV show. It can be uh, a workout thingy. It can be uh, a meal together. In fact, yeah, maybe you should schedule a meal with somebody in your life at least once a week to keep it regular. Because man, oh live. Because right now, because like karaoke's out right now because you can't sing in public during coronavirus. Um, so right now it's Drag Race with the girls again because Drag Race season is back. So like that's what we're doing. So find your your little things. Anyways, that's it for me. I love you. We love you. Make good decisions. If you want to. And if not, just take responsibility for the bad ones you make. (laughs) Bye. Goodbye, everyone. Thanks for coming.